Let's just go line by line because I suck at this. Hello, welcome back to my channel. If you're new here, my name is Natalie Megan and this is Weirdo Book Club. If you're not new here, this video might come as a surprise to you. Today I'm rebelling against my own personality. You guys know that I'm a hater, above all else. You've become accustomed to hearing me critique terrible books. I, and I love doing it, I truly do. But today, I don't know. I don't know if I'm feeling the joy of the season or the hope that comes along with the fresh start of a brand new year. But I'm feeling light, I'm feeling love. So I'm gonna tell you my favorite reads of 2023. I know. Now it's no secret that I've had a rough year. So I wanted to carve out some time and space for the good because every so often, believe it or not, I do read good books. Books that remind me that reading is fun. Dare I say enjoyable. Books that don't make me feel like my brain has been removed from my skull and stomped on by cleated feet. Books that lift me out of my difficult reality and immerse me in something beautiful and well-constructed. We all need that sometimes, right? me more than ever this year. Plus, people ask me all the time what books I actually like since, again, I do a lot of hating on this channel. So I'm gonna tell you, and maybe you can even get a few to put on your TBR for next year. Now, I am still holding to the boycott of St. Martin's Press and all of these guys. As a result, there are a few books, three, that I won't be including in this list. Three books that I was the most excited about, that I rated highly, that I enjoyed the most, and I couldn't wait to tell you about. I can't because I'm not a scab. Speak up, SMP. I did a lot of reaching for comfort this year. So I'm gonna start with some of the rereads, comfort reads, classics, well-known books that I've read, and then we're gonna go from there. Pride and Prejudice by Jane Austen. I read this a lot, actually, and I watch it even more. I love the wit, the drama, the atmosphere of it all. Five stars. And don't get me started on the films, I can't. I reread Flowers in the Attic by V.C. Andrews with my book club, Weirdo Book Club. Join if you like, please. And I know what you're thinking. Is this a comfort classic? Is this a comforting classic read for you? Yeah, it is. You know why? Because I'm weird. I'm a weirdo. But in all seriousness, the first time I read this was when I was like 10. There was a box of mass market paperbacks in my mom's closet and I ate that up, okay? Life was good. Even though this book is sick and twisted, it takes me back to 1998, where the only worry I had in the world was my mom coming in and finding out that I was reading under my covers instead of sleeping. Five stars. Ruined me for life. I'm weird because of this book. Among other things, I read The Yellow Wallpaper, which I have been hearing about endlessly, so it was time. I loved it. It's a short story, about 64 pages, and it involves a woman struggling with PTSD, stuck in a room with this horrific yellow wallpaper, and she continues to slowly descend into madness. It was great, five stars. I also reached for more modern classics. I read the Hunger Games series twice. I told you that it's been a hard year and I meant that shit. I read it twice, I watched it several times. I even listened to the audiobook with my kids and my husband. Rough year. I even read and watched The Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes, which I didn't love as much as the original three, but it's it's pretty solid too. This series in particular, I just, I hold it so close to me. It reinvigorated my love for reading back when I was a mother of two under two and I was kind of losing my mind. I tore through these books and I always return to it when I need just a little, a little comfort. I, I love it, five stars, of course. Ghost Eaters by Clay McLeod Chapman is another one that I reread. I read several times in 2022 and then I made Weirdo Book Club Read It With Me doesn't just scream comfort read to most people, I'm sure. It is a very gory horror novel, ghost story about addiction and grief and loss. And I don't like any of the characters, but I love this book. It's so immersive and gross. The audiobook is elite. 
five stars. I love it. The Mercy of Thin Air by Ronlin Doming. This is the book that if anybody ever asks me, what's your favorite book? I answer with this. I also made my book club read this with me in January. January is my birth month, so I get full control. It's a historical fiction ghost story about a young girl whose life is cut short and instead of going to whatever's next, she lingers in the in-between. It's weird and beautiful and I love it. Five stars. Oh, I also read Peter Pan and The Iron Giant, which are two like more classic novels. I hadn't read them before, but I do watch a lot of the film adaptations of these books, so I felt like now's the time and I loved them both. So now that we've got all of that covered, we can move on to the new things that I read in 2023. Are you excited? I have my notes up here, so I don't know how this is going to look. And if I have to record it all over again, I may pass away, but whatever. Stats for the year. I read at to date, I've read 129 books, with the average rating of 3.45. Not bad. January, I read 20 books because I was not playing around. And the average for that month was 3.74. We Deserve Monuments by Jazz Hammond. A young girl moves with her family back to a small town and takes care of a terminally ill grandmother. It's queer. It's coming of age. I loved it. 4.5 stars. Then we have Mexican Gothic by Silvia Moreno-Garcia. I read three books from her this year and all three of them are on this list. Mexican Gothic follows a young girl who goes to check on her cousin after she receives a strange letter in the mail. And her cousin is shacked up with her new husband in this very odd house full of his family members. And it's just creepy and really great. February, I read 11 books. Slowed down a bit. <laughs> the average rating of 3.41. The only one that stood out to me in this month was Deviant by Harold Schechter. It's about Ed Gein. Anything by Harold Schechter is usually a hit for me. He does a great job of telling these morbid, macabre stories. And he does a really good job of giving you a snapshot of not only the criminal and his misdeeds, but the time and the circumstance that ultimately led to these horrific acts. So I love Harold Schechter and this was a five-star read. March, I read 12 books and the average rating was 3.85. Way Down Deep by Charlotte Stein and Kara McKenna. <sighs> it is an epistolary style romance novel that I loved. I'm laughing. I'm crying. I'm ill. It got a little spicy too and that's hard to do given the setup and the style that it's written in. I found both characters really cute and enjoyable and authentic. Like they felt real. The whole thing felt real. I don't know. It was really great. 4.5 stars. I also read You by Carolyn Kepnes for the first time this year. I have obviously watched the show. I don't know anyone who hasn't but the book was incredible. First of all, how clever is it that it's called you and it's written in second person, which is you, 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 you. Not an easy thing to do. And the book is so much worse when Penn Badgley isn't there to make you feel like conflicted about this main character and how horrible he is. Five stars for sure. April, I read 11 books with the average rating being 3.7. And my top book of this month had to be Clytemnestra by Costanza Cassati. It's Greek mythology historical fiction. She did a great job of telling this story and making it her own. It was very slow burn, but I was hooked the entire time, which is difficult to do because usually when things go slow, I'm out. But I loved this book and I got to interview Costanza about this book, courtesy of bookclubs.com, which is how we host our book club. And that's on my Instagram if you want to go check that out. It was really fun to talk to her and you can tell that she poured a lot of time and energy into this book and it was really great and it worked out. 4.5 if not 5 stars. In May, I read 20... Is that right? Huh. 20 books, the average rating being 3.29. The one that stood out above the rest of the 20 
apparent books that I read this month was the Luis Ortega Survival Club. I got this as an arc from NetGalley. It's a little bit queer and it's got a group of friends at the center of it that all bond over their dislike of this boy, Luis Ortega. But it goes so much deeper than just a little hate club, burn book kind of thing. This boy is a predator and all these characters have to navigate all the things that he did to them. It's really big on healing and how friends can help you get over some of the harshest things in life. I don't know. I just, I thought it was very endearing and an important story to hear and tell for young people. Any people really. I loved it. I gave it 4.5 stars. All right. In June, I read eight books. I slowed down quite a bit. I don't know what happened in May where I read 20 books again. I know that I usually show out in January, but there's no excuse for May. June, I read eight books with an average rating of 2.94, which is quite a dip. And I don't know why. I just, mm, mm, mm. but this is the best books, remember? If you want to hear about my worst books, of 2023, you'll have to wait or become a channel member and you'll get it early. For the best books of June, I have Anya Auburn and Darcy Coates to thank. Weirdo Book Club read Brother by Anya Auburn. I gave it four stars. It's very sick and twisted and gross and it reads like a horror movie as all of her books do. 4.5 stars. Then we have Dead of Winter by Darcy Coates. This is the first Darcy Coates book that I've ever read and I liked it so much that we are currently reading it for Weirdo Book Club. Dire Circumstances in an Isolated Snowy Setting. Absolutely always. Yes, please. Gimme. I gave this 4.5 stars as well and I really hope the book club likes it because I definitely have made them read some stupid books. July, I read 13 books and my average rating was 3.04. Silver Nitrate by Silvio Moreno-Garcia. My second of her books on this list. Our main character works in the film industry and there's a lot of focus on classic horror movies and I loved that. I ate that up. And there's like a curse. There's some moments that gave me chills. It was it was really good. 4.5 stars. Then we have a dark romance that I actually didn't hate. There Are No Saints by Sophie Lark. It follows two artists, one really powerful, successful one who also happens to unalive people and a plucky little underdog that he becomes obsessed with. I didn't hate it. Did you hear me? I didn't hate it. 4.5 stars. In August, I read eight books with an average of 2.75. I wonder why. The good news is I read some good books too. Galatea by Madeline Miller. It's Greek mythology short story. I, I really liked it. It has led me to believe that now is a good time for me to read The Song of Achilles. So keep me in your thoughts. Four stars. Another darkish romance that I didn't hate. Sweet Inferno. I just, I talked about Sweet Inferno in this video right here. If you want to go and watch it, there's a wolf shifter and a fire witch. It's, it's cute. It's not bad. It's good. I don't even know. Four stars. I only read one book in September and it was the in October, I read three books with an average rating of 4.08 because I liked all three of them. First up, we have Disseverment, which is an extreme horror novel. Please proceed with caution. This gets nasty real fast. It's about a boy who goes to visit his longtime estranged mother and she has a lot of mental health issues that she struggled with. Mainly she has an ED that she's consumed by and it goes dark, it goes gross, it goes yuck. But it was like a 3.5 star. It was nasty, but I liked it. Next, we have Unhinged, an erotic door romance. Yes, it's on this list. I gave it four stars. It was short and it was dumb, but it was fun and not badly written. So leave me alone. And then we have the yellow wallpaper, which I already talked about. It was good, so good month. Now in November, I read 13 books with the average rating of 3.6, which is pretty good. I wonder why. Well, I'll tell you. I read the entire Hunger Games series. I also read The Lover by Sylvia Moreno-Garcia, the last one of her books on this list, but it was solid just like the other ones. She's very talented. I liked this one because it felt like a 
fairy tale for grown-ups. A little bit darker, a little bit more rough around the edges. It's a short story, so I'm not going to go too far into it, but I did really like it and I gave it five stars. Thank you to Libro FM for letting me read it early. This book, Bitter Orange by Claire Fuller, it was so slowly paced and it did not bother me that it was because I was interested. It reminded me a little bit of another book that I loved, Surrender by Sonia Hartnett, because it's set up in a way that someone from their deathbed is telling you the story in forms of memories and flashbacks and I apparently love that shit. I actually started reading it when I was sitting with my grandpa on his last night and I picked it randomly out of my Kindle library. I've had it for a long time and I've never read it and I started reading it and when I realized that it was told from someone on their deathbed it was just it felt right that I was reading it at this time and so I took my time with it and I didn't rush. I thought it was really good. The main character is telling us about her summer that she spent at a dilapidated old English mansion. She's working to catalog some of the things on the site. She's also recently lost her mom. She meets these two strange characters that she forms a relationship with. It's just very strange and moody and I was tense the whole time. I highly recommend 4.5 stars. Last but not least this month was Help Meet by Nabin Ruthnam. I don't know if I said that right and I'm sorry if I didn't. This is another extreme horror novel. Very gory. Lots of medical things, which I don't have a problem with, but some people might. It gets nasty. There's a curse involved. There's infidelity. I don't want to give too much away. It wasn't that long, but it was that good. Five stars. We've made it to December. I read Songbirds and Snakes this month, and I, like I said, didn't like it as much as the first three, but I did feel like it was a solid continuation of the series. If I read it again, which I'm sure I will, I'll probably figure it out. Sometimes it takes me more. I'm like a weeble wobble. I don't know. What, what Kind of Mother by Clay McLeod Chapman. This is the second Clay McLeod Chapman book to show up on my list for this year. I did not love it the way that I love Ghost Eaters, but that's difficult to do. It's a Southern Gothic domestic horror with a young woman who moves back to her hometown and starts reading fortunes to make money. She runs across this guy that she has a history with. He has a missing child that she tries to start helping him find. And there's a lot of, there's just, and it, I, it's nasty but it was good. Four stars. We're finishing strong with Bury Me Into Diamonds by my friend Caitlin. I loved this book and I'm going to tell you why. It is very challenging to create atmospheric stories when you're operating in a short story format. It's a lot of ground to cover in not that many words and Caitlin nailed it. Now I know she's my friend so you're probably not going to believe me but you should because I mean it. It was great. I loved it. Five stars because it deserved it. Good job Caitlin. Well, there you have it, folks. Those are some books that I actually like. I know that the rants get the clicks. I know that and I love that. But again, I want to say one more time, sometimes you need a book that is actually good to remind you that reading is fun. Let me know in the comments if you want me to talk about any of these. I'd be happy to. Thank you for watching this. I hope you found something interesting that you can maybe add to your TBR for next year. I'm really excited that I got to share these with you and I'm looking forward to an even better 2024. Although with all of the commissions that I have in line, it's going to be a tough uphill battle. If you haven't subscribed to me already, please do. It helps me out and I love seeing the little number go up. It's just serotonin for sure. Like, subscribe, do all that stuff. You can also find me on pretty much any social except for Twitter. I'm real popular on TikTok actually. I'm almost to 40,000 followers so if you want to scoot on over there and help me get there I would much appreciate it. I have a coffee page and a Patreon and you can join my channel here and get early access to videos. Thanks again for watching. I will see you in the next one.